Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For this is thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it, if, when ye be buffeted for your actual faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when you have done well, and you suffer for it, you take it patiently. This is very acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. And when he suffered, he threatened them not, but committed himself into the trust of God that judgeth righteously. First Peter chapter 2, verses 19 through 23. As believers in God, do our actions testify to what we claim to believe? Do we demonstrate patience and trust in our God and King who sees all things and is pleased in our demonstrations of humility, quiet, loving, patient, sacrificial suffering that often comes upon us wrongfully? Do we really believe that we will give an account for our lives on the day of judgment, and that God will actually thank us for the way that we endured these difficult situations, if they are handled in a way that rightly reflects Him, His Spirit, and His teachings to those around us. Romans chapter 14 verse 12 tells us this, So then every one of us shall give an account of himself in the end unto God. And Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 says, Do not throw away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. We look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for our example, for he came to teach us not only in word, but in deed and demonstration. Such is the power of the kingdom, according to Paul. So in looking at Jesus, we remind ourselves often that Jesus had every reason to defend himself and to defame his accusers. Yet he chose to patiently endure affliction as he interceded for those who persecuted him, believing for the hope of their salvation and a greater validation by God himself in his perfect timing. Even if that not be until the life to come, then so be it, to live as Christ and to die as gain, for he truly does see and reward everything. Remind yourself of this, my friend, that for Jesus' great acts of love, kindness, mercy, faith, and patience, he is now seated on the right hand of God in heavenly places. 
and in doing so has given us his Holy Spirit to continually lead us into the same obedience that others might be added to his kingdom if we are willing to die to self and surrender to it. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 tells us this, Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us therefore lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. No, my friend, I don't pretend that it's easy. Neither did Jesus. He never said that it would be. And yes, it does take a great deal of patience. That's why he told us often to wait upon his graces. Yes, it takes faith. But he will personally thank those who demonstrate this, for it is pleasing to him to see that one truly believes that he can do anything and is willing to endure to see it brought forth. Yes, it takes humility. You will be tested by the enemy, to move outside of God's word, wisdom, timing, and the fruits of his spirit. Yes, it will take love and mercy. You will have to sacrifice for those who seem unworthy. But the rewards are more than worth it. A soul added to the kingdom. A lamb snatched back from the enemy's hand. A child returned to the Father that loves them. Jesus receiving the reward of his suffering. A smile on the Master's face. And those words that we all long to hear him say on the final day. Well done, my good and faithful one. Enter into your rest. O Lord, give me patience to endure. Giving recompense unto the reward that I might hear you say this and rejoice in it forevermore. Like those great and mighty saints who so patiently came before. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24, we read that by faith Moses, when he was come of years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. And Jesus himself tells us in Revelations chapter 14 verse 12, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that kept the commandments of God and had faith in Jesus. And in Revelations chapter 14, verse 12, we read these amazing words about that great and terrible day of the Lord when we stand before his great white throne judgment. And it says, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that kept the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, right blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, saith the Spirit 
that they may rest now from their labors and their works do follow after them again my friend i tell you blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake blessed are those who are accused who have done nothing wrong but simply sought obedience to the lord blessed are they who have maintained good works and good conversation even when men hate them for it blessed are they for great is their reward for they have done what is pleasing to their lord the greatest reward i might ever hope to attain is to know that i did my best to never bring shame or reproach upon the name of my jesus oh lord help me to walk in your righteousness and to demonstrate the fruits of your spirit one of which is patience because you see my friend the true patience of the saints is the realization that this life is only temporary we're only passing through and that one day we're going to stand before the great white throne judgment and give an account for everything that we say and do it's okay when men revile us, accuse us, and say all manner of evil against us falsely for Christ's sake, for we will be vindicated and validated on that day. And we will be rewarded for our faithfulness if we respond in the right way. Because God is the defender of the defenseless, therefore if we defend ourselves, if we lash out, if we become offended, bitter, mean, hard-hearted, or arrogant... If we become what they accuse us of, then we've lost our innocence in the matter, and God can no longer defend us. Lord, let no man steal our crown. Let us not choose to lay it down. Let us choose to walk in love, grace, mercy, compassion, faithfulness, patience, gentleness, kindness, long-suffering, all of the fruits of your spirit. Lord, let us remember that there is a day coming that you will judge the righteous and the wicked. So it's okay when men falsely accuse us, when they persecute us, use us, and abuse us. For our king is coming to defend us before the courts of heaven and to reward us for our patient faithfulness. Oh Lord, equip us to not only hear your words, but to believe them. And not only to hear your words and believe them, but to demonstrate them. That in hearing them, believing them, and demonstrating them, we might one day be rewarded for them. And we will be, for you have spoken it. But even if we got nothing more than a smile from our King and a thank you from the Jesus who gave up everything for us, to save us, to redeem us, to be a demonstration of his grace to us, then that enough would be worth it. May we have patience and love and selfless humility enough to ask for the grace to give our lives and obedience to Jesus who deserves it, who purchased us. We are the reward of his suffering. Do your best to make it the best one. You see, my friend, the enemy's tactic is to eat up your fruitfulness and to get you to move out of right standing. 
to break agreement with the teachings of Jesus. He will do this through things like offense, which is why we so desperately need to have patience that we might be able to do even as Christ did when they put him through all manner of persecution. He was able to pray for them. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He didn't get impatient and lash out against them. He didn't retaliate. He didn't even speak back. The word of God says that he was led as a lamb to the slaughter, having faith entrusting himself to God as a faithful shepherd. He trusted in what he was doing, that there was purpose and that he would patiently wait to see it through. So when people rise up against you, my friend, have patience and pray for them. The enemy will use things like frustration. The scripture says that the Antichrist will literally wear out the saints of God. My friend, don't move into a place of frustration where you are willing to react or give up. Cry out to God for patience and keep loving them. Keep serving. Keep trusting God. Keep growing in grace. Let every situation be an opportunity to further your sanctification and not give up in frustration. Have patience. The reward is coming. Another tactic of the enemy to strip you of your breastplate of righteousness that he might be able to throw those fiery darts at you is envy. Rather it be envy rising up in you for someone around you or envy coming up against you. Either way, you need patience. Don't worry about the giftings that others are walking in or even if it is a deception or a counterfeit spirit because the enemy can't have what God has for you. Only you can give it up by allowing the thorns to choke out your fruitfulness. So have patience and wait upon the Lord to position you. Like David did, he didn't chase the crown. He had enough faith in God to allow the crown to chase him. Which brings us to another reason that we so desperately need patience, that we not lose hope or faith. Because God doesn't work in our timing, he works in perfection. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows the sanctification process. He knows if there's something that he still needs to work out of us. He knows if he's got to line things up, he's going to set a stage that we could not imagine. But only if we're willing to wait for him to do it and not try to take matters into our own hands and destroy what he has for us. My friend, have patience. In Romans chapter 8, verse 24, we read this, that we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would he then hope for it? But if we hope for what we cannot see, then will we have patience to wait for it. My friend, everything in our faith comes by faith. And you've got to wait in faith and patience for what you hope is coming. Do you truly believe what God has spoken? Because if you do, then this will be the patience of the saints that will get you through to the final day. 
Because as we read in verse 18 of this same chapter, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Wait, my friend, I say, upon the Lord. Because as it is written in the scriptures, Jesus is coming back again. And when he does, will he find faith on the earth among men? And I say, yes, he will, but only among the patient. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.